How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Tuesday, September the 14th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're having a great day. And today, we are going to talk about a video game that is coming out also today. So let's talk about it. It's from Arcane Studios, and it is called Deathloop. Now, Arcane is previously known for games like Dishonored and the reboot of Prey. And much like those games, Deathloop is also an immersive sim. Story-wise, they put the player into a time loop, which they are only able to escape by assassinating eight different targets before the time runs out, which is to say a full day. It is mostly single-player, but there are multiplayer options, where somebody else can take the role of a rival assassin trying to interfere with your plans. Kind of a drop-in, invasion-style combat. Uh, you can choose to turn that off, but then it's going to be an AI who's interfering. Of course, the reviews are now available, and I will say there are a number of high-profile news outlets that gave this game a perfect score. IGN, GameSpot, VG247, EGM, VGC, The Gamer, GameBite, PC Games N. Oh man, tons of tons of outlets gave it perfect scores. So very well-loved of a game. But what I will say is that it is very difficult to do like a pros and cons list like I will usually do for these review roundups because the game just has so many different moving parts that most of these reviews just spent all of their time explaining how the game worked. And most of the time they just went, hey, all of this is good and they all work well together. You know, have a great time. So I suppose I as well will tell you more about the game. Uh, in terms of the time loop, there's been some concerns about being on some kind of time crunch, and that does not exist in this game. They basically split the game up into four phases, morning, afternoon, evening, and night, and when you are in each phase, you have unlimited time to spend, and then you just choose when to go to the next phase. And it's really cool because you can choose where on the map that you want to go for each part of the day, and the things that are happening there will change so it gives you the opportunity to return to places at different times. Of course, a loop will end at the end of the day, or also when you die, because this game does have a combat system, much like other arcane games, uh, you are able to do it either stealth or with guns blazing. And when you do loop back to the beginning, you keep all of the knowledge that you gained. So if you find, like, a password to a safe, then on your next loop, you could go straight to that safe, because you already know the password. What you don't keep is your equipment and most of your abilities. And they actually have this system set up where you have to sacrifice something in order to keep some of the abilities that you've accrued over time. Critics are a big fan of this system. And so really what this becomes is a big game of like trying to figure out where all eight of the targets are throughout the day and then figuring out how to assassinate them all before the day is over. Because on your first run through, you're not going to be able to just run to all of them, kill them, and that's the end. You have to learn their patterns. You have to learn how to get them into the same spots. And you have to constantly evade this opposing assassin who's trying to take you down. On top of all of these mechanics, it is a very narrative-heavy game as well. Uh, lots and lots of praise for the plot and the character design. I was very happy to hear that, because Dishonored and Prey, they were also both very good about that. I will summarize here from Alex Donaldson of VG247, quote, Taken as a single-player experience, Deathloop feels complete and incredibly well-rounded. The extra injection of optional multiplayer action is a fabulous cherry on top. Basically, Deathloop is everything I wanted it to be. It's confident, both as a successor to many of the ideas of Dishonored, while also expressly its own thing, with a tone and sense of style I absolutely adore. 
It's one of my favorite games of the year, and one we'll surely be talking about for months to come. End quote. So if you'd like to check out Deathloop, it is releasing today on PC and as a timed PlayStation 5 exclusive, and that's going to be there for one year for the full AAA price. Speaking of new games, Darkest Dungeon 2 has been officially announced to enter early access on the Epic Game Store on October 26th, so next month. Now, we haven't heard much about the game, and obviously it's going to spend some time in early access, but the first Darkest Dungeon was a tremendous game. Amazing art style, gameplay, narrator. Uh, It's a ruthless game, it's very hard, but even though I didn't make very much progress, I still put a lot of hours into it and enjoyed my time. Uh, The first game is actually like $4 on Steam right now for this week. Highly recommend you go check it out. It is a indie turn-based roguelike dungeon crawler. I know that's a lot of keywords, but it's accurate. And uh, hey folks, we're out of time. Of course, I'll be back tomorrow with whatever news there is, as always. If you play Deathloop, please do let me know what you think of it, because I'm very intrigued by that game. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm super interested in Deathloop. I think the concept is very good. I think anytime you throw a time loop into a video game, I'm, I'm interested. I loved Groundhog Day as a kid. But, funnily enough, I hated Ocarina of Time. Or, oh wait, or was it Majora's Mask? Whichever one had the, the time limit on it, like counting down the whole game. Evidently, I didn't play it for very long, considering I can't remember which one it was. And I think that, like, an actual hard stop time limit can be bad. It's not always bad, but it can be bad. For example, in Outer Wilds, which I played for a little bit, they did it pretty good because the time loop, it's, it's not like you're going to fail if you run out of time, right? You're not trying to get something done and then if you fail, you have to do it all over again. With Outer Wilds, that whole game was about exploration and discovery. And so, you know, sometimes the world exploded when you were, like, in the middle of looking at something. So that was kind of annoying. But for the most part, you know, you had free movement, and then when the world exploded, you went and you checked something else out. And I think Deathloop actually did come up with a great idea here of being like, okay, yeah, it's a time loop in theory, or, like, in in the narrative, but in reality, you know, you have unlimited time. Do what you gotta do. I think that's smart as well. Uh, I'm probably not gonna buy the game because... It's a Bethesda title, and after this one-year exclusivity, I imagine it has to go on the Xbox Game Pass, so I'm just going to wait for that. But when it does come, I'll I'll almost certainly check it out, because I love the concept. I love Arcane. I mean, Dishonored is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played, and obviously the level design in those games are tremendous. I mean, the Clockwork Tower in Dishonored 2, oh my gosh. And um, Prey, I mean, I really recognized that Prey was a interesting, well-designed, you know, kind of objectively good game, if I can use the word objectively in this case. Like, I recognize that it was a good game in a, in a, in a vacuum, but my own personal experience playing it, I don't know what it was. I think it was just a mixture of things. I'm not a big fan of horror in general. Again, an appreciation for the artistry of horror, but not the experience of playing or, or viewing horror. It was a game that I really, really wanted to be obsessed with, because there was so much there to uncover and read about. And the plotline was intriguing. I mean, I wanted to see what was going to happen. But in the end, I just, I wasn't excited to play it, you know? So maybe Deathloop is more like Dishonored enough that I would enjoy it. Oh, by the way, also, this is a huge win for Microsoft, isn't it? 
I feel like they're on, I mean, they, um, this is an observation that I have picked up from the Axios Gaming Newsletter. If you're interested in like having different content from my show appearing in your email inbox, uh, the Axios Gaming Newsletter is very, very good. They cover different stuff than I do usually. So it actually would be a good subscription in tandem to this show if you listen to this show. And then, of course, if you would like similar content to this show, almost exact, then you can also subscribe to the Gaming Observer newsletter. goes out every day uh, alongside this show. But anyway, that was a big detour. I was reading the Axios Gaming Newsletter, and they made this observation that Microsoft is on a hot streak right now. You know, for a very long time, they were like, Halo, Gears of War, and then... PlayStation had a bunch of stuff, and Nintendo had a bunch of stuff. And now they're like, you know, they had Microsoft Flight Sim, they had Psychonauts 2, Grounded is looking very promising, Deathloop now, and probably everything that Bethesda is going to come out with. They've got a tremendous roster, and they're on a streak right now. And we'll see if they're able to keep that up. Actually, I think Nintendo, I mean, their games sell like hotcakes, but their exclusives haven't necessarily been the most exciting for people recently. They've really been hit or miss. Which is fine, you know, not everything needs to pop. But uh, anyway, hey, I'm out of time. That's all for now. Cheers, folks. Uh, Take care of yourself, and I'll chat tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) 